Welcome to today's edition of the Kingdom Living Podcast with uh, Glenn Reppel, and I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome. We're so excited about uh, welcoming you to this next uh, edition of the uh, podcast. Hey, Glenn, how are you today? Oh, fantastic, fantastic. You know, we were just, uh, we're, we're always encouraged uh, because each person that comes in contact with the Kingdom Living Podcast is so important to us from the standpoint that it represents another soul and the kingdom. And, uh, you know, uh, Glenn, as we've talked about so many times, um, there isn't any agenda here except to uh, share what the Bible teaches us about uh, our our position and who we are. And and really, as we've talked about so many times, our identity. You know, Glenn, uh, when, we talk, when we talk about that, we always go, this isn't an opinion show. Everything we're talking about is scripturally based. And then one of the things that the Lord had given you uh, some years back was this book called Fraud, What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy. And as we uh, keep learning, whenever you go out and you present and you give uh, give a talk, um, people come up to you afterwards and start talking about how much meaning this has for them about their identity, which is amazing considering how confusing people can get about their identity, especially if they're watching news reports or things like that these days. You know, it is uh, so, so much of the information out there. And again, the enemy going back 6,000 years uh, mm-hmm. is, has been committing fraud against mankind uh, that we're made in the image and likeness of God. And, and the enemy starts, no, you can't be like God. Well, that was really God's intended purpose from the beginning. And yeah. uh, the news out there uh, is we're getting our information and, and we're, we're thinking like man rather than putting on the mind of Christ and understand what, what heaven, uh, the word of God is coming into us and speaking to mankind from the beginning. And so as we understand that, and that's what's been so amazing, how how, how this podcast, these teachings, because uh, this is not the Carrie Glenn show. This no. is about speaking the word of God and allowing the Holy Spirit uh, to be your teacher as you hear this, because Carrie, as you've mentioned, it, it, uh, you're going to see a, they're, they're going to be seeing a lot of scripture today, uh, and and with that, uh, allowing the Holy Spirit to, to to just speak to their hearts and their minds uh, today. So we're we're excited. You know, I was thinking as you were talking about that. Uh, really, what's amazing about this is that so so the topics that are covered, and by the way, folks, uh, we're up to podcast number 112. Glenn, you've been doing the Replement, the daily Monday through Friday biblical encouragement piece, and, and I guess you really started that not only to encourage yourself daily, but also the people that you work with in your business, uh, GA Repelling Company, uh, to share that around. And of course, now it goes out to thousands and thousands of people uh, every single day, you can actually request a copy absolutely free at directleminute.com. Get it directly in your email box. Uh, you can also uh, just find it on Facebook. You can find it on uh, uh, our YouTube channel, The Repel Minute. But I was saying as an outgrowth of that comes the book Fraud, uh, what God has to say about tactics of the enemy, which now people are using globally uh, as kind of a Bible study. It's uh, like we've talked about. It's 40 bite-sized chapters, real easy to appropriate. And kind of from that came the idea for the Kingdom Living podcast to encourage people to really um, dig a little bit deeper. And, and you know, it's funny, Glenn, as we start talking about some of the scriptures that you read, I always come back to this concept. Do you really believe your Bible? Because if you do, it is, you know, we always talk about it being full of good news, but it's really when you appropriate that good news for your life, it becomes exceptional news. And, and I think that's why some of the titles that we've been talking about uh, recently are gaining so much attraction. We were, we, we, we get to see a report um, each week before we do the broadcast that, that shares with us some information. And just in, you know, in the past four weeks, um, this is now reaching just in the four, four weeks alone, well over a million folks around the globe. And it's great titles. I mean, it's things like, um, uh, like you were talking about, Glenn, the 6,000 year lie. Um, mysteries revealed, heavenly treasures. There's a lot of great biblical teaching in all those. And we actually uh, fairly recently uh, put up, because you, you spoke at the American Evangelistic Association Conference. It was literally their 69th fall anniversary 
uh, conference there in Melbourne, Florida, and you were kind enough to uh, come into town for that and share the message, let's go, uh, which has also picked up tremendous audiences online. My point about sharing this with you, viewer, is as you look at this, all these tools are available to you. You can catch any of these podcasts, the fraud series. You can um, you can find everything that we're talking about, about the REPL Minute, right there on the website, therepleminute.com. You can find it on the YouTube page or the Facebook page. And Glenn, people are just uh, getting more and more connected with it, which is just wonderful to see people connecting with the Word of God. Amen. Because they're seeking the truth. They're seeking the truth. Now, that's the whole idea of writing uh, the book Fraud is because uh, as, as, as the Lord through the Holy Spirit was revealing his truth, I'm going, wait a minute, I was taught this or trained this. All of a sudden, the scriptures are saying this and the Holy Spirit's and go, oh, wow. And it's just so neat. So, uh, and that's what we're doing here is, is there, there's teaching and today's teaching uh, is really going to be one that, that, that people say, that's heresy or that's blasphemy. Uh, because really, what was Jesus accused of? They said, uh, we're, we're going to stone you here. And, so, and he says, why, why do you want to stone me? Because you've seen all the miracles I've done here. We're going to stone you because you claim to be like God. You claim to be God. He says, I am the son of God. And when we start understanding our identity as sons of God, as children of God, and we're going to be talking and using the word identical twins with Jesus. How about that? So we're going to be like, like that, like how, how can that be? Because that's so far away from our thinking that we're like Jesus. And so we're going to be looking at scriptures that just, just go, go into that, that area. So it's exciting. We'll, we'll enjoy today. Oh, I, I am sure we will. You know, and that's a point I want to bring bring up. You know, people, you know, when I talk to people and 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 explain to them, you know, how uh, I, I, you know, take the time to read the Bible, learn the Bible, not necessarily just take somebody's word who's preaching it. You know, there's, there's very eloquent preachers out there, very good preachers out there, but you always have to hold it up against, is it actually biblical truth? And so there are people out there, you know, who call it, oh, it's new agey and all that. So the question is, you have to really carry it right back to what does Holy Scripture teach us about this? Is this a biblical concept? And so one of the things we often laugh about is that Jesus himself had more trouble with church folk back in his day than he did with, quote, the sinners who were ready to, to hear something that was going to impact their lives and change it forever. And so a little bit, it's the same thing. It's like, I, that's why I always come back to that thing, Glenn. Do we actually believe what we read in the Bible? And that's why today is going to be so good. And I'm so excited. Like, like let's just get rolling with it, Glenn. But that, that really ties into the question here is, is uh, which is greater to know or to believe? Okay. So uh, your parents can, or people can say, hey, uh, that fire's hot. Don't put, uh, your hand in that fire or on on the oven there because you're gonna, you're going to burn yourself. Now you could believe that that's true, but it's not until you touch it and experience it do you know. And so that's what happens here. Carries uh, you just opened that up so beautifully. It's when we know and experience the revelation of the Holy Spirit and that truth comes in. And, and again, we're going to be talking about the baby jumping here again today, too, is, is that the Holy Spirit just lines up with the truth. So we're not trusting man uh, that's delivering through this. And that's and, and again, it's, it's the Holy Spirit speaking to you as we go through these scriptures. And so another question here is, is what defines you? What defines you? And then another question is, <laughs> which I kind of set up already, what if Jesus is your twin brother. Wow, what a thought that is. That opens and stretches uh, our thinking here and our mind here. What if Jesus is your twin brother? And this takes it to another level. What if you have many twin brothers and sisters? Then that take it to another level also. So uh, what, what we like to do is put the fraud fire extinguisher on the lies. And again, this is a lot a 6,000 year lie again, but the lies is, is I'm not like God. And, and that, that's the thinking. And, and that was the blasphemy that was, uh, was against Jesus is you're claiming to be like God. Well, well, let's, let's look at this. Uh, I am a twin 
to Jesus. Now let's put that thought pattern in here and let's let's look at a scripture, Romans 8, 29. And, and again, Carrie, as, as we've talked about, as we look at many, many different translations and ask questions of what does that word mean? And, and because there's different interpretations from Greek to Hebrew and, and, and different translations. So this is in the, in the mirror translation, which is a rather new translation, but it's a study Bible too. And it's not even completed yet, but, but I really like the way uh, the, he, he, he writes out and talks about things. But, uh, and this is verse 20, Romans 8 is such a great scripture too. He pre-designed and engineered us from the start, from the start to be jointly fashioned in the same mold and image of his son, according to the exact blueprint of his thought, the way he created us and thought about us. We see the original and intended pattern of our lives Carrie, that's yours and mine, everybody listening, preserved in his son. He is the firstborn, look at that, from the same womb that reveals our, Carrie, that's yours and everybody listening, our Genesis. He confirms that we are the invention, the creation of God. We are his creation, made in his image and likeness. And so, and we're just going to be carrying this theme uh, on as we as we move through the teaching here. But this this fits right into uh, the schematic that we've been carrying uh, on over the years, which is the green line, red line, and the green line is 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 from the beginning, is the everlasting. God is outside of time, and for us to get some of this thinking that we've got and to get the truth we have to think outside of time because we have the mind of Christ that he's given to us if we think just in the in time we're not going to get the revelation knowledge because God is outside of time and he's planted his spirit inside of us so we can understand this revelation so so we have to understand even before creation God knew us. He knew us before the foundation of the world. He knew us and he, he, he designed us. And actually we were written into his book of life. And he had that design and purpose for us. Design is to be on that green line. Now we've been teaching in, in this schematic, what are the three greatest historical events? And the first one was creation. And, and God spoke. God is spirit. He is truth. And he spoke into existence, creation. The unseen spoke into existence, the seen. And we've asked, what, which greater, the unseen or the seen? Uh, the unseen created the seen. And so, so the unseen created and, and created man in his own image, in his likeness. And that was Adam and Eve. And in, in the garden there, there were, there's trees, an abundance of trees. There's the tree of life that had abundance and had life to it. And there's also in the middle of, of, of the garden was this tree called the, the tree of good and evil. And God said, if, when you eat of that, if you eat of that, you will surely die. And so God gave man choice. We, we can make choices. And you can see our choice on a regular basis every day. Uh, is the choice of life, the tree of life, or the tree of death. And, and Adam and Eve chose to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which leads to death. So, so the first and greatest historical event was creation. The second was uh, the fall, where, 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 where actually death came in, decay came in, sickness and disease came in. Because so we wonder, when did all this? We were not designed to die. And we had a, a great teaching from, uh, from Tommy Miller on Deathless uh, that was just released also. And, and again, we've been kind of taking that same theme in, in many of our, our podcasts in the past. But the fall, we were not designed. This body was designed to have heaven living inside of us because God needed a body to live, to rule and reign here on earth. And so that was the fall. And then thanks be to God, uh, the third and greatest uh, historical event is, is God knew the, the, the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth. He knew redemption would be needed to man and we were redeemed we're redeemed into 
the holiness of God. We're, we were recreated and the Holy Spirit, heaven was open to come in through that same seed. We're going to see the same seed that was, that was born or that same womb, that seed that was planted in Mary is the same Holy Spirit planted in mankind through the Holy Spirit to bring us into that image and likeness, just like Jesus. And so we, you'll see that in the scriptures we'll be looking at, we're talking about twins. We're talking about being twins with, with Jesus. And so what we find too is darkness represents mankind's ignorance of the redeemed identity and innocence. And this is big because, because that, that veil is over our eyes and our ears because what we're hearing is so much is about the news of the world system. And that, that system it has been run by the prince of this world, the, uh, the enemy, and, and we're to be ruling the, uh, the, the, the earth as sons of, and manifesting earth as sons and kings and priests now. Uh, not waiting to die to get to heaven. Heaven came to earth to live and manifest inside of man now. So, the, and again, we're going to be uh, looking at this schematic and referring back to it regularly. Um, so what, what we have here, and, and, and again, the question I asked in the beginning is, is how am I defined? I am defined by my father. I'm defined by my father. We have those two trees again. We have the I am tree. And the I am tree is that we are like Jesus. That's an eternal being. That's a green line. That, that is a sustainable line. And that's out time of time. That, that's an eternal line. And that's the way we were designed as an I am. So we speak when we speak I am. I am the righteousness of God. I am life. I am. I have health. Uh, I'm, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus, or, or we can speak, I am not, I am not, I, I suffer for lack, I, I, I have sickness and disease, no, I have life abundantly now, so I'm defined by my father, and in 1 Peter 1.17 in the mirror translation, uh, it reads, now since you are defined, where? In your father, so he's looking to man, to looking to us, uh, through the finished work in Christ, wherever you find yourself. Now, this is really important because this really is a mindset change too. Wherever you find yourself located geographically or emotionally, return to your at-homeness, the I am-ness, to that tree of life in him with a deep sense of God consciousness, righteousness consciousness. You are not defined by your circumstance. That's big. That's really big. And that's 1 Peter 1.17, is that who defines us? Our Father, through the Lord Jesus Christ, defines who we are, and it takes the Holy Spirit to reveal this truth to us. So let's look at, again, a union in one. And this is so important. We did some of this teaching in the last podcast here, but I think it's it's really important that we get this because I remember the first time I ever taught this, I go, wow, this. some people are going to see this as heresy or as blasphemy here, but see, but, but look at this. I died. So I, I this, these are almost, these are professions. I died with Christ. I, I'm resurrected with Christ. I ascended with Christ and I'm sitting with Christ now. And we're going to see the scriptures that fit into this because we're going to see that we are, uh, we, we, got, we got twin brothers. Uh, we're brothers and sisters in Christ now. <clears throat> and we read this in Gen uh, Galatians 2.20. <clears throat> and this is the Passion Translation. My old identity has been co-crucified. So here we are, co-crucified, we're crucified with Christ, and no longer lives, that old nature. And now the essence of the new life is no longer mine. The new life is mine. For the anointed one's life, his life is through me. We live in union as one. So my new life is in union in Christ as one. My new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God. It's the Son of God's faith of God who loves me, who loves me. So that revelation of understanding, he loves us, and it's through him loving us that we understand that we love him. It's not about us loving him first. It's about him loving us. And so, so let's go. By the faith of the Son of God, who loves me so much that he did what? He gave of himself. 
he 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 gave he surrendered himself he offered himself as a sacrifice for each one of us dispensing his life where into ours into mine so he so he is in us our brother our brother jesus is inside of us the Godhead is inside us. We have a teaching on that. So we need, we're, our union is one with them through the Holy Spirit, through Christ, the Godhead living inside of us. And let's look at Hebrews 9, 27 to 28. And this is in the, in the mirror translation again. Uh, and again, and this is a part of it. There's, and, and again, the, some of the scriptures is appointed unto man once to die and then the, to be judged. And, and let, let, let's look at this translation here because it really clarifies it really clearly because judgment has already happened on the cross 2,000 years ago. We've been judged and adjudicated not guilty. So, so every person's once-off appointment with death is mirrored in the full consequence of this very judgment which Jesus, Jesus now disengaged 2,000 years ago. Thus, in this context of everyone's appointment with death, Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice. What the first shadow dispensation, the shadow the, merely prophetically pointed to, he fulfilled once and for all when he was presented as an offering to take upon himself. He took upon himself the sins of the entire human race. Now, with sin no longer on the agenda, <laughs> He appears a second time out of his death, the resurrection, to be clearly seen in everyone's wholehearted embrace of him as Savior. This is so powerful, is that he disengaged, he disengaged sin and death and sickness and disease, and he reappeared a second time. He was there, he reappeared a second time, through the resurrection. And let's, this scripture here uh, has been a key scripture in my life. When I, I never forget when I got this and I heard this, I go, oh, it just, uh, it just riveted in me. And, and again, this is Jesus speaking in John 14. We're going to see several other scriptures because what we're doing here is we're talking about uh, being twins with Jesus. We have to understand the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And, and again, uh, see, and this is important, on that day, and this is Jesus speaking, on that day when that time comes. So this is the green line. This is the green line on that day, the green line. And, and this is in red because the red here is reflecting Jesus's word. Uh, on that day, when that time comes, you will know. So, and again, know versus believe. The believe, when we experience this, when he speaks to us, it moves into the knowing. You're going to know for yourselves that what? And when we know this, not just believe, this is moving to a, a, a level of experiencing God's love that I am in the Father. So this is Jesus speaking now. And I put this in the green line. So, 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 so Jesus is, I am in the Father and you, that's us, you, me, Carrie, people, you're in me, you're in me and I am in you. Wow. Okay, so, so that Godhead he's saying is, is I'm in the Father, and you're in me, and I am in you. So we're, the Godhead is together here. So that, that's powerful, powerful stuff. So we need to understand where he lives, and we're going to be talking about the, the, the tabernacle that he's living inside. Of. And again, this is another scripture we've talked about, but it's really important because because for the law of the spirit of life, that tree of life, the law of the spirit in Christ Jesus, we're in Christ Jesus, has set us free, has made me free from the law of sin and death, from that, that, that condemnation consciousness of death of that tree of life. He set us free through the blood of Jesus. And so this is the scripture that's been a staple scripture uh, in in our podcast for 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 several several months because it ties it together many of the things that we're already going through right now and and this is uh, Colossians three uh, verses one through four in the Passion translation uh, and and you can see that this tie this does bring in many of the other scriptures we're going to be talking about but now here's what I've done here too this is personalized uh, this this is using 
uh, this in a personal way, because we need to understand that the scriptures are meant for us. And so that green line is a outside of time line, and the word of God prophetically was spoken from the beginning to, uh, uh, through, through the resurrection of Christ, through the crucifixion and resurrection, to us now telling us all about Jesus. The revelation, the book of Revelation is revealing Jesus to us, the book of Genesis. All the books are actually, the scriptures are talking about who Jesus is and who we are. So Christ's resurrection is what? My resurrection too. That's exciting. This is why I yearn. This is why I yearn for all that is from above. And Nicodemus was, how do we get born again? You have to be born from above. This is why I yearn for all that is above. For that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. And guess who's sitting with him? We are with power, honor, and authority. We'll see that. Yes. So yes, I feast. So I feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm. Because that's where the spiritual realm is of heaven living inside of us now. And that's where the word of God, that's where his love is. That's where his forgiveness is. That's where his mercy and his grace is, is living in us. We can walk in that kingdom mindset. Uh, so yes, I feast on the word, the, the scriptures of the heavenly realm and fill my thoughts with the heavenly Reality is the truth because God is truth and we worship him in spirit and truth. So, so I fill my thoughts with heavenly realities. And here we go. Not with the distractions of the natural realm that gets us so bogged down in just what we see rather than the unseen. The unseen is the real that has created the seen. And we are the, the unseen with the unseen heavenly realm living inside of this body, which is the body of his love and magnifying the light of Christ shining through us. So we have to let that light shine inside of us. So here we go. My crucifixion, my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. So we already talked about in Galatians 2.20, we died with Christ. Is it, is it has severed the, that we've already died with him. We're crucified, severed the tie to this life. And now, and now my true life, my true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. And this scripture here is so powerful. And as Christ, and, and this is so important, as Christ himself is seen for who he really is. And, and you know, then, then who I really am will also be revealed. So if we want to know who we are, we need to understand who Christ is. As we understand who Christ is, who we are, our identity will be revealed. Because that's revealed through the love of the Father with the Holy Spirit revealing this truth to us. So as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, Carrie, who you are, Glenn, who you are, people watching and listening, who you are will also be revealed. And here's what he says. This is so good. For I am now one with him in his glory. This is not a future tense. This is a present continuous tense of being with him now. For I am now one with him in his glory. So we're, we, we're bringing glory. We bring glory to our father when we understand our identity of who we are. That brings glory to him because we are his glory and I am his glory. And that's an I am. I am an I am his glory. And we understand our identity as sons and daughters as in, in, the, in the family of God. So, and again, this, this is a scripture that we've, we've, we've taught on many times too, is, is, is in 2 Corinthians 15, is, 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 is who we are in Christ. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, the new's here. So we're this new creation. And all this is from God who's, Who's doing what? He's reconciling us, getting us to understand who we are. Uh, with, so reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given us this ministry, this message of reconciliation. He's given us the gospel of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the entire, the, our father was reconciling the, the entire world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them because that guilt consciousness was removed through the cross. We're not, through the cross, we're not guilty. And he has committed to us this message 
that can only be received through the revelation of the Holy Spirit, the message that we've been reconciled. We've been judged not guilty already 2,000 years ago. And we understand that we've been washed clean by the blood of Jesus. It sets us free. So we are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. How? Not later die, go to heaven. No, he's making that appeal through us. Now we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us so that what? In him, we could be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So we've been made righteous through the blood of Jesus Christ. So what we see here uh, and, and, and this this is in uh, Romans 8:29. We're going to go through a, a couple of different versions of this here, but but this is in the in the in the mirror translation. So he pre-designed and engineered us from the start, from the start, from the beginning, from in the beginning, in the beginning was the word, and, and he knew us before he formed uh, the, the earth, uh, before he created. He pre-designed and engineered us from the start to be jointly fashioned in the same mold and image of his son, according to the exact blueprint, the design of his thought. We see the original and intended pattern of our lives preserved in his son. He is the firstborn from the same womb, Jesus is, that reveals our genesis, our beginnings. He confirms that we are the invention of God. And so no wonder that he is not ashamed to call us brethren. We share the same origin. Uh, in him, we live and move and have our being. Powerful, powerful. So this, this is also uh, in the Passion Translation, uh, uh, Romans 8, 29. For he knew all about us before we were born. Isn't that neat? He knew all about us before. We, and he destined us from the beginning, from the beginning of of time from the very beginning to share what the likeness of his son in that same womb this means the son is the oldest among a vast family of brothers and sisters who will become just like him <laughs> that's identical twins just like him can you put your mind around that we're just like jesus as jesus is so are we and again, these are just some of the footnotes that, well, no, excuse me. Uh, and, and so it also says here uh, in, in some of the footnotes is go see uh, Colossians 3, verse 4, which we just read. And, and as Christ himself has seen for he really is, who we really are will also be revealed, revealed so we're one with him now in his glory. And then Hebrews 2, 11 says, Jesus, the Holy One makes, look at this, Jesus, the Holy One makes us holy. And as sons and daughters, we now belong to his same father so we have the same father with the same seed planted inside of us through the holy spirit so he is not ashamed or embarrassed to introduce us as his brothers and sisters isn't that powerful to know that as he is so are we that we're sons and daughters we're just like jesus is here on earth and what we read in James 1, 17 through 18, and this is powerful also. And this is in the Passion Translation with some footnotes that he's got here. So every gift, every gift God freely gives us is good and perfect. Every gift he gives us is good and perfect, streaming down from the Father of lights. So God is spirit. So he's, he's in the heavenlies bringing and streaming down the father of lights who shines from the heavens with no hidden shadow or darkness and is never subject to change. God doesn't change. He doesn't change. His thoughts about us didn't change from the beginning. God was delighted. Look at this. God was delighted to give us birth by what? By the truth of his infallible word. He doesn't lie. <laughs> the liar is the one that was in, in the Garden of Eden. And we've bought into the lie and thinking that, oh, well, we think that we're and believe that we are and know that we're like Jesus and, and, and created through the Holy Spirit and, and have the Holy Spirit living in us and the Godhead living in us. If, if, and the enemy will say, oh, that's blasphemy. Uh, uh, that's heresy. Uh, that's false teaching. The word of God. Read the word of God. What is it telling us about who we are in our identity of who we are in Christ? 
So the so so God was delighted to give us birth by the truth of his infallible, his infallible word, so that we would, so that we would fulfill his, now this is neat, we would fulfill his chosen destiny for who? For us, and become the favorite ones out of all his creation. Now, Kira, I know you've got grandchildren, and boy, I tell you what, it is just so neat to, to see uh, another generation come in. And, and again, I look at the grandchildren as infallible. Somehow my children, fallible. <laughs> but, but the, you know, and again, that's just the mindset because we, but again, the grandchildren can do no wrong. And, and it just, it's so beautiful just, just to see, to see the change that I've made in seeing people, to see them through the eyes of, of Christ. Uh, and and uh, so so he so we are we are fulfilling God's purpose of His Word in our lives. Uh, and again, uh, when when uh, when Nicodemus was asked, "How do we become born again?" Uh, and, and it's one of being born from above. Uh, we are lights born from above. Uh, and then God, having decided, He God's given us the birth. God. God, from his pure desires, gives us birth to bring him glory. His, our birth in new creation life, born again life from above heaven, living inside of a body, our bodies is giving, bringing him glory. And the word of the rainbow, the word of the rainbow is, is his creation that, that is infallible. His word does not change. And we're kind in, in, in a, we're the kinds of the first fruits of his creation. So, and what we read here in, in Peter, first Peter one uh, verses two through five, and, and this is, you know, we're going through a couple of the scriptures here, uh, is that your original identity, this is again, going back to our original identity, is defined by what, what God, the father of mankind, has always cherished about you, about us, knowing that you're pre-Adamic. See, here we are, pre-Adamic, in the beginning, in the beginning, he knew us. So knowing that you're pre-Adamic, in a sense, in spirit would be preserved in the prophetic word. So it was being spoke to us through the prophets and redeemed through the obedience of Jesus Christ and the effect of the sprinkling of, the, of his blood, realizing his grace and peace exceeds any definition that contradicts our, our reward, our gift. Let us celebrate. Let's celebrate the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ with articulate acclaim according to his matchless mercy and tender compassion. Here it is. He birthed us again when Jesus was raised from the dead. That's our rebirth when that happened. And in him, we were rebooted. Nice computer term here. We're rebooted to live the authentic life of our original design from the beginning, while participating in a living hope, witnessing the Father's expectation of the ages unfold in us. So the ages unfold is the green line forever. That was the purpose originally restored and rebooted through, through the love of, of the Father, through the Son, with the Holy Spirit living inside of us. We are reintroduced to an imperishable inheritance which has been flawlessly preserved for us in the heavenly realm where neither Adam's fall nor mankind's failure to justify themselves could possibly contaminate, discredit, or diminish the original portion of our true sonship realized in Christ Jesus. Your legitimate inheritance was guarded all along by God's belief in us, in you, to be fully unveiled. So what we're talking about is an unveiling here, this tree of life of who we are in the conclusion of time as the perfect solution to mankind's predicament. So again, this is the green line, the veil. What we're talking here is the Holy Spirit unveiling and bringing these truths to us. If we're just reading history, this is going to be meaningless. But if we're reading through the Holy Spirit agreeing with your spirit inside, you're going to see the truth of, of, of the word of God, of the scriptures being revealed, what the prophetic message was in the old covenant coming true through the resurrected Christ. And what we read here 
uh, is in Colossians 1, 15 through 18. Again, we're, we're talking about the twin, the sonship, the twins, that we have twins, brothers and sisters here. In him, and this is Colossians 1, 15, in him, the image and likeness of God is made visible in human form and order. What? In order what? That everyone may recognize their true origin. We're in him. He is the firstborn of every creature. What, and again, this is, this is a, a, a footnote here. What darkness veiled from us, he unveiled in him. We clearly see the mirror reflection of our original life. The son of his love gives accurate evidence of his image, his image in human form in us. The incarnation means that God can never again be invisible. This is so neat when we get this. The invisible spirit is living invisible incarnate man. That was his purpose. That was his purpose. Can we get that? And in verse 16, everything that is, that is, <laughs> and I put that, everything that is begins where? In him, whether in the heavenly realm or on the earth, visible or invisible. He is the original blueprint of every, look at this, every order of justice, of every level of authority, be it kingdoms of governments, principalities, or jurisdictions. The original form of all things were founded where? By him and created for him. <laughs> now, here's, here's a little footnote. Any order that does not mirror Christ is a distortion of man's own making. Carrie, you kind of even said that in the beginning, is listening to man versus listening to the truth through the Holy Spirit, through the, the scriptures here. And in verse 17, he is the initiator of what? All things. Therefore, everything finds its relevance and its true pattern only in him. So if we want to know who we are, we need to understand who Christ is and who the Father is that loved us so much that we would have a sacrifice to redeem us into that image. The ecclesia. Now, this is a, the ecclesia is the body, the government body here on earth. This, this is so powerful. We get, the ecclesia is the visible expression, the body, the body, the Holy Spirit, the heaven living inside of man is the visible expression body of which Jesus is the head. We carry you and I and people, we are the visible Jesus here on earth. He is the principal rank of authority who leads the triumphant procession of our new birth out of the region of the dead. His preeminent rank is beyond threat. Oh, that this is a powerful scripture. We are the visible, we are the visible Jesus, Holy Spirit, triune God, Godhead, living inside. The invisible living inside the visible part needs a body. And we're that body that, that is representing him. And this ties into the government in Isaiah 9 through 7. Is, is that all the principal, uh, uh, and again, in, in, is, is that we, we know this scripture here, but we, we sometimes, uh, we, we hear it, but do we really know it? Of the increase of his government. So this is a prophetic voice that's speaking about the government of God, the kingdom of God, of the increase of his government and of peace. There, will be, there shall be no end. <laughs> and what's being spoken over us right now, oh, this it's ending. No, of his increase, this increase is an abundance. As we recognize who he is, who we are, will be also revealed. We're one with him now in his glory. As we recognize his government, his heavenly government living inside of us, the kingdom of God, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with what? With justice and with righteousness, from the later time forth, even forever. Forever. This is the green line that's being, being said and, and about us to proclaim. And the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. He's going to perform this through us as, as his sons manifesting the earth now. So, and, and, and this is Acts 17, 28, and in, 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 uh, uh, in, in what we read, it is through him that we live and function and have our identity, just as our own poets have said, our lineage comes from him. And this is the footnote that, 
that that's in in there too. Our nat our nature comes from him, as translated from the Aramaic. The Greek is we are his offspring, uh, genos, which means kindred, family taken from the genes. We have the genes, and then. And, and again, in, in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, have you forgotten? And again, this is, the, this is because we know the scripture. You know, we, we've heard the scripture. Do we really know the scripture? Have you forgotten that your body, your body is now, 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 is the sacred temple of the spirit of holiness, of, of God, the holy of holies, the spirit of, of spirit of holiness, who lives where? In you. You don't belong to yourself any longer for the gift of God, the gift of his son, the sacrifice of his son that redeemed us. So, uh, you know, the gift of God, the Holy Spirit lives where inside your sanctuary. He's living inside of us now. And then what we read in John 14, 17, again, similar to another John 14, uh, statement, the truth, the spirit of truth, that's God. God is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive welcome to uh, take it cannot receive welcome which is to take his heart because it doesn't see him or know and recognize him again don't know and recognize it but you know you know <clears throat> and recognize him for he lives with you constantly and will be in you because that's that spirit of truth so if the spirit of the Holy Spirit is speaking to the spirit inside you, that's the truth that's reverberating inside of you. And this, this is kind of, because this is the baby jump now. So, so this takes us to that baby jump scriptures and, and, and just look at this because what happens, we have two, two things here. We have John, where, where God had been silent uh, for for like 400 years, and then spoke start spoke, and he spoke uh, through through the angel Gabriel, and he spoke to to uh, uh, to Elizabeth here, and 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 he speaks and says there will be, and and he's, he's speaking that you're going to have a son, and and this is a part of it, and there will be a festivity of delight with much leaping and dancing as multitudes rejoice in his birth. His stature of greatness, I love this because this is the, the, the mirror translation because it kind of gives us some words that we can understand. His stature of greatness will be in a life of face-to-face -face encounter in the presence of the Lord. His jubilant intoxication, isn't that a neat word? His jubilant intoxication will not be by wine or strong drink, but by the permeation of the Holy Spirit, even in his mother's womb. Wow, doesn't that speak? Because when we're intoxicated with the love of Jesus through the Holy Spirit, it isn't intoxicated. It looks, it looks like because we're, we're, there's such a joy coming out of us. Now, that was uh, Gabriel speaking in, uh, to, to Elizabeth. Now, uh, this is Mary. Then Mary said, because the, the angel Gabriel came to, to Mary then, then, uh, and said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord. And, and this is what she said now. I just love this. And, and Mary is confirming because because Gabriel already said, you're going to have a baby. His name's going to be Jesus and he's going to be the Messiah. And then, then Mary said, behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word, to your word. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And that's Jesus. So the word was spoken in the beginning. And now the word is becoming flesh and the angel departed from her. Now, here comes the baby jump, and this is Luke 1, 40 through, uh, through 41. And again, I got a picture here, arriving at their home. And again, this is in a field. Uh, Mary entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. And at that moment, her aunt heard Mary's voice and the baby within, baby Jonathan, John, and the baby within Elizabeth's womb jumped and kicked. And suddenly Elizabeth was filled Look at this, filled and overflowing with the Holy Spirit. So that baby jump that's going on on those people listening and watching and reading the scripture, that's a baby. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit speaking your spirit that's saying this is truth. And so that baby jump uh, happens inside of us. And so 
in in and in John First uh, John five one through two in in the in the mirror translation, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ, the incarnate begotten Son of God, loves the Father and esteems the Son with equal affection. In this knowing, in this knowing of mankind's, here we are knowing of our mankind's cogenesis revealed, cogenesis revealed in Christ's incarnation. Spirit coming into man. We love, we love the children of God with the same love that we have discovered in God. We treasure the conclusion of his prophetic purpose with affection. So we are those twins. We're identical twins. And, he, and this is this is really neat. And, and, and this is 1 John 5 20, is that uh, whatever Jesus is as a son, we are. And this is what was. Uh, what has become distinctly clear to us, the coming of the Son of God is God's mission accomplished. He is the incarnate Christ. The moment all scripture pointed to has arrived. There's that timeline that has arrived, 2,000 years, it arrived. The prophetic has happened and arrived, and now we're revealing it. We're outside of time. We can, we can see and understand this through the Holy Spirit. The Son is present. In him, God has given us the greatest gift a mind whereby we may know him who is true. And in, in the same knowing to find ourselves there in him who is true. Mankind is fully included and located in him, in his son, Jesus Christ. This means that whatever Jesus is as son, we are. Let me say that again. This means that whatever Jesus is as son, we are. That's our identical twin brother. So the father is, so this is the true God. This is the life of the ages, ages past, ages present, ages into the future. This is the age that's being revealed to us now in the green line. This is the green line that we have now, that we may be one exactly as the father, one is exactly as the Father, John 17, 21 through 33, is that, that we may be one exactly as you, Father, are mirrored in me and I in you. So this is Jesus speaking. Also, be exactly mirrored to be the one in us. Then the entire world will believe and be persuaded about the mission upon my life. And I, the incarnate word, have endued them with the same glorious esteem that you've given me so that their oneness may mirror ours. I am in them as you are in me. And on this basis, their seamless oneness may be entirely concluded. Thus the world will acknowledge your commission upon my life and know that my love for them mirrors your love for me. This is the mission that's being accomplished through, through Jesus Christ, that the mission has been accomplished, that the love of God was accomplished through the Holy Spirit coming in the incarnate, the heaven above living in, in the body. And this is the mission and the purpose that God had, that we would be just like Jesus is here on earth. And we have many brothers and sisters that his love, and how will they know? Through the love of Christ living through his brothers and sisters. Amen and amen. You know, Glenn, as we were talking our way through all of this, you know, I keep coming back to, it's not opinion, it's just reading the scripture of God and, and then uh, using that uh, to, to help us understand our identity. And, you know, this is one of the points that we, we talk about over and over, and I saw it actually in person when we were there at the American Evangelistic Association Fall Conference a few weeks back, and you were presenting Let's Go, which was really a great synopsis, and I encourage you, if you haven't seen it yet, to go look it up. You can find it on the Repl Minute YouTube page or the uh, Facebook page or on the repleminute.com website. But what I really enjoyed about it so much is we had the chance to, with the audience in the room, you were able to go through um, the different things that we often talk about in the Kingdom Living podcast, which are designed, the affirmations, we even talk about that, you know, in the book Fraud itself, there's a whole section in the back where you're talking about um, these affirmations, who I am in Christ. 
And what we're really doing is we're exploring our identity in Christ. And, you know, so when we, when we talk about uh, things with one with Christ in glory, that passage has really become kind of like bedrock to all of the teachings that we go through. It was so interesting to see everybody in the audience repeating that along, but they were getting it as they were repeating that along. It's one of the reasons why I always make this available uh, on the REPL Minute. You'll see the link that you can click on, get your own copy of it, post it someplace, print it out, post it near someplace, so it will give you that encouragement. And Glenn, it's the same reason why at the end of the uh, Kingdom Living podcast, we take the time to go through and say together the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights, because this is really your identity uh, as an identical twin, as you call it. Uh, what a great way to think about it, Glenn. Yeah, amen, amen, amen. So let's let's just let's go before the Lord here and just let's. These are our, the declarations of our legal rights. This is again our identity. I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in a kingdom of priests. I belong to the family of God. Wow, praise the Lord! I can enter into God's presence boldly now. I've been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy. I am restored, redeemed, and re recreated back with God the Father, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have, I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness as a king on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Yeshua Jesus. I have legal authority as a believer over the prince. Ooh, I have the legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers of rulers of the kingdom of darkness. I have through the Holy Spirit living in me the resurrection power to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick and they are healed. Oh, so powerful. It just goes with everything uh, that we've been uh, we've been talking about in this edition of the Kingdom Living Podcast. And again, if you're new to this, you're joining uh, well over a million people every uh, month or so who are coming in contact with the Kingdom Living uh, messages. And again, I want to remind you that you can go to the repleminute.com. You can find every single one of the uh, Kingdom Living podcasts available to you there. Uh, you can also get information on getting your own copy of Glenn's book, Fraud, What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy. Uh, such a powerful teaching to help us uh, uh, identify and restore our identity in our own way of thinking. But then also it's an option to get your uh, hands on the uh, REPL Minute, which is that great Monday through Friday uh, a biblical inspiration piece that you just, you know, it's kind of started the whole thing and everything has kind of grown from there. Glenn, we always ask everybody uh, to like and share these messages with the, the circles that they're in, if it's having meaning for, for them and, and uh, as they are really appropriating who God calls them to be to share that, to share the good news with others. Uh, so thank you for doing that. And then Glenn, as always, I want to ask you to uh, pray for everyone within the sound of our voice uh, that they uh, really can appropriate and make kingdom living a top priority because I think they, they stand to be blessed to no end when they do. Yeah. Thank you, Karen. What an honor is to work with you, Karen. And for those coming online and, and listening and watching, what an honor, what a privilege it is just speaking, reading, reading the word of God uh, and the impact that, that it has. Father, we come to you in the, in the name of Yeshua, Jesus, and we, we, we just thank you. We praise your name that your word does not return void. It does not return void. It penetrates the heart. It's a double, double mouth sword. Your word speaking to our mouth, your word penetrating the heart. And Father, we know you bring healing. You bring healing. Uh, you restore. You're a God of restoration of relationships. You're a God that heals the body. And Father, the mind, the mind, uh, your perfect love gets rid of fear. It gets rid of fear. There is no fear in your love. And Father, we, we thank you. We thank you for the people. We pray blessing over 
the people that are listening here, that they can walk in the righteousness of knowing that they are sons and daughters with a father that loves them, loves them unconditionally. No behavior changes their identity, who they are. They have been loved from the beginning. And we just thank you. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you, Glenn, for another amazing Kingdom Living teaching. Uh, thank you, viewer, for staying with us. And, and really, again, like and share these and get this into your circle as well. And let's just continue to read our Bible and we'll meet together uh, for our next Bible study, if you will, on the Kingdom Living podcast here soon. Till then, God bless you.